What's going on, y'all? It's your boy up there. And it's your truly Ade. Welcome to another episode so, of Boss Talks. Today we have some special guests here with us. Please introduce yourself to the camera. Hi, my name is Angie. Angie. Marcus, what's going on, y'all? Angie and Marcus here with us today. So we have a special episode today for you guys. We're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about some nursing. Nursing, 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 nursing. And I ain't going to lie. We, we got a full house of nurses except me. I ain't a nurse. <laughs> hey, we full house of medical <laughs> professionals. Medical so professionals for sure. Yeah. We definitely medical professionals. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But besides that, I just want to give the, the spotlight to y'all too. You feel me? Especially you as well, Ade. You feel me? Y'all three. three. Excuse yeah. me. I apologize. <laughs> They're all nurses. They all previously passed their exams. So I'm going to start with you, Marcus. You feel me? Tell me a little bit about why you chose nursing? Why I chose nursing? Actually, it started off as um, I wanted to bring better health care to um, my country in the Philippines. Yeah. Right now, I mean, health care there is bad. Mm-hmm. You know? so really, it was, my, it was a dream of mine to, to um, put up a team, like let's say us, us four. Yeah. Head to the Philippines or, you know, the undeveloped countries and countries that have bad health care. Mm-hmm. Put up a team and then, you know, we all go over there and give free health care to, to kids. You know what I mean? Kids. Yeah. Anyone who needs it that, that don't get it, that don't get good health care. They'll start off, you know what I mean? They start off as that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That was Hey, I'm not even hey. asking you to see oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody has the platform to speak. Please, man. By all means, talk when you gotta talk. I actually never wanted to do nursing. I had such a bad understanding of what nursing was. Um in my household, my parents were kind of like, you have to be a doctor. That's like Same. the way to be successful. You're gonna make money for the family, you're gonna get us out of here, all that. So I kind of followed that idea throughout high school, went to college, took my first semester of pre-med, got all D's, C's, everything like that. I was like, there's no way I could do this. So I switched uh, my major to nuclear medicine, which I really liked. It was chill. It was like still science-y, but like imaging and like, I don't know. I felt like I could manage it a little bit better. Did great, loved it until so weird. One night I woke up crying and sweating because I'm like, what am I doing? I feel like I'm not going like, to be fulfilled with nuclear medicine. I felt like I would not be able to grow much. And I just, I don't know. I didn't know what I was thinking. I'm like, should I have done nursing? Programs and accelerated nursing. I'm like, I know I also wanted to work with kids. And in nuclear medicine, there's not much. Like, I, I do like a renal scan every now and then on a two-month-old, but that's about it. I wanted more hands-on. So then I found nursing and then never looked back. <laughs> yeah. That's it accelerated that's nursing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so not everybody's journey is the same, you know. Not everybody knows what they want to be, what they want to do at first. So, so I, I would ask you yourself, like, what made you want to be a nurse, mm-hmm. my brother? Well, I come from a family full of nurses. Some of you may know my mom was a nurse. I have a lot of cousins that are in nursing as well. 
other cousins that's like a CRNA too as well. So I've always grown up in that environment. And um, my most significant memory that really made me want to go into nursing is when my mom brought me to the hospital and I was like, wow, this atmosphere. Like, like it felt like a TV show for me. It's like, this is this is the setting that I want to be in. This is what I want to be doing. That's what it's like. You know, I got to do something in the hospital. That's how I got into nursing. So the whole hospital vibe was just like, I loved it. I can't do like outpatient. I always want to work inside the hospital. Outpatient is, is not for me. I like, I like working inside the hospital. Bedside is, is cool, mm -hmm. but not not as like I, I want to get like an advanced degree, like oh, master's yeah. or a doctorate. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Show so, your support to y'all nurses. Anybody y'all know, give them their flowers because without our nurses, the hospitals would not be able to run the way they are supposed to. We gonna get into why. We gonna get into that. But definitely, definitely give all your nurses and even anybody that's in the medical. Give them their flowers because without medicine, we're going to be dying young. God forbid. I pray that on none of us. I pray all of us have a long health. <laughs> I pray all of us have a long health, but definitely amen, give those amen, that amen. help others their flowers. But I'm going to pass it off to Adi. Yeah, so I would ask you guys, um, tell me about your journey as uh, how it took you guys to get your nursing license like from getting into school to passing your uh, nursing exams to NCLEX, finding a job. <laughs> Talk to me. Walk me through your journey. Wait, so that what's an NCLEX? What's that? I, the so, viewers don't know what that is. You hear you so, speaking a foreign so language. NCLEX is basically, I'll talk about my journey after. So I'll give you my talk about your journey. My journey. From nursing school to passing the NCLEX to securing a job. You was with me on my journey. I was. Yeah, I was with me on my journey. We definitely went to school together. You were on my journey. So, and we had. Classes like science, a bunch of science classes, you know, genetics, genetics, micro, which I failed. I failed micro once, um, and then that helped me back a little bit. Uh, you know, I kept on. I, I didn't give up. Kept pushing for it. Passed it. Passed the other nursing classes. Um, you know, hit some bumps. You know what I mean? Hit some some yeah. obstacles, but we got through. Graduated. Uh, took the, took the yeah. Um, then uh, what else? NCLEX came up. And like you said, it's the roughest thing. It's it really the scariest is. thing, so bro. Scary. Like right after you graduate, it's like all right. Now you're faced with the NCLEX. You know what I mean? Now it's like that's what you got. That's what you got to worry about now. And man, that's that was a monster. Uh, but you know, I took my time though. Like you said, I took my time. You know, took some months off. I wasn't stressing about it. Like I wasn't like, I'm, I was, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't going to panic. I wasn't going to panic. Yeah, just getting out of school too. It's like yeah. you don't even want to worry about that. Exactly. Another obstacle exactly. that you have to face. You just want to take time off for yourself and then worry about it. Exactly. That's no exactly what I did. So, just a quick question for me: for those that themselves are going through the same struggles that you went through, that may have possibly failed, like you say that you did, how did you overcome? And I would ask you the same thing as well, Angie. If you did feel if at any point, same thing for you out there, like how would y'all have overcome that? Oh man, you know how scared we were when we were failing some of these exams. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Failing is a very common thing. Don't get discouraged by that. You would get like a, a 30 on the exam. Yes. You would think you would think, yes. you would think your whole nursing career yes. is over. Med search, yes. med search is like you will get discouraged, Absolutely. but 
trust me, guys. If, if we can do it, absolutely. Uh, I definitely got a thirty on an exam. Yeah, and that is so discouraging. It's like, exactly. yo, is this, is this, yeah. can I really pass this right. course? Yeah. It's like right. it's so scary. It's like so unsettling, but. Yeah. There are times where everyone gets their score and the scores are posted, and, and like, then everyone sees on Canvas. So it'll show well if you use Canvas, and it'll show like the lowest score is whatever forty eight. That's your score, like, oh. and people are like, "Yo, who got the 48? I'm like, gonna turn away, like you know, studying for the exam is studying for the NCLEX is like the ultimate goal. Right. Yeah, it and will pay off. Pay you, off. you know what I mean? It's gonna pay off. So just keep at it. All right, just a second. I apologize about that you no, because no, I know there's a lot of people that be failing in life and they yeah. get discouraged. And you know, some people they they don't know if they should continue going down the path or they should find a new path. But at sometimes I'd say just continue to struggle through until you actually achieve it. Because with more more pursuit of happiness, shit, they made a fucking movie out of that. I guess I don't know. Yeah. You gonna get through it? Like, that's simple as that. Yeah, that's the perfect example you just said. Yeah, happened, that movie. Me, but I'm gonna swing it back to you, Angie. Um, tell us about your journey in nursing, everything that you went through. That. Yeah. So, so I did my four-year program in nuclear medicine. I graduated that May of 2020. I already knew I want. I had already applied and got accepted into nursing school at Mount Saint Vincent, and I started August. So I had a couple months to enjoy the summer, whatever COVID summer that was, and then start nursing school in August. And we were all we literally on our first day of. Uh, clinicals, which were in-house, we had to wear ISO gowns with the face shields, and that's what clinicals were like. So it's kind of a weird thing to come into. Yeah, I'm getting too deep. <laughs> I went through 16 months of that program, which was everything was fast, 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 fast. There was no like the most I got between for a break was like a week, and then I graduated December, got my ATT like. January, late January, so that's your authorization to test. So that allows you, you know, the state clears you to take your examination and get licensed. Uh, and I took my NCLEX in February, and I just kept telling myself, you're going to pass, you're going to pass. I know it was fast, but I didn't have, you know, anything more than a month technically to study, but I just kept telling myself that you got this. Pounded those test questions and Congrats. Yes. Congrats. Yes. Congrats. Yes. And then started working. Oh, yeah. Did you mention that you had a job lined up I before? I did. Yeah. Like, she had a job. I don't, she put the pressure on her. I had a job. Before yeah. I passed the NCLEX, I had a yeah. job. So that's, that's even more pressure, bro, because yeah. they're waiting for you to pass. You know? I ain't gonna lie. Right. the thing I'm going through right now. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't gonna jinx yeah. myself. Either. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm gonna no, keep, no, no, no. keep trying through. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if there's a will, there's a way. I got faith in God, so I know there's a way. I did. Tell us about your story, my brother. All right, so my story is a little bit boring. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, started Mount St. Vincent in uh, summer of 2016, graduated in May of 2020, all four years of college BS, and, and then after that, I took my NCLEX. I took like a month off after I graduated. I didn't have a job lined up right away, so I was just looking for a job, talking to people, my peers, my classmates, to see what they were doing. I was like, yo, did you guys get a job yet? Because right after uh, we graduated, they weren't really hiring new guys yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. So it's very tough to get a job. That's going to be another thing you guys might think. Jobs are like, even though so. even though we're so short-staffed, it's just short -staffed. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I don't understand. It's still hard to find no, a job out here. I really yeah, don't understand that. We're going to talk about that. Like, the yeah. job opportunities, we're not, especially for new grads, they're like, oh, 
They want you to have a year of experience. Yes, yes. Where are we going to get that yeah. year of experience from? Yeah. So it's like, it's really, it's really tough to get a job now. If there's a will, there's a way. So I've networked with my, my classmates that already got positions, so I talked to them to see if they could get into their unit, and then that's how I got in. So that's my brother. That's nice. Yeah. Wow. More to come. Yeah. More to come. This is inspirational. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know yeah. about y'all, but I'm inspired. Yeah, but Especially seeing your peers do great. I'll tell you guys, don't don't be discouraged at any point of whatever challenge you may uh come across. Because like I said, there's a will, there's a way. And if you want it bad enough, you can get that. Everybody's me, path is not the same. Exactly. Everybody's path is not the same. As long as the angle Just go at is your the pace. Same, go at your pace. Go at your own pace. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody has their own lane, but the end goal is the same. I appreciate you guys, my nurses. My nurses, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you guys for real. Appreciate the work that you guys do. Um, but let me, let me let me switch it over to another question. Pros and cons of being a nurse. I'm gonna start with you, my dude. We're gonna swing it. We're gonna swing it from right to left. It's only right that you know one of the hosts has to answer yeah, the yeah, toughest yeah, question. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm gonna start off with the pros of nursing. It's very, it's a very valuable thing to have the opportunity to help patients get better. Like I work in the ICU. Um, some of you guys may know that. It's it's very it's a very powerful thing to see somebody at their lowest moments. Like uh, the ICU is an intensive care unit. If you guys don't know that, so that's where like the sickest of the sickest patients are. Mm -hmm. So it's very amazing to have that opportunity to help patients at their lowest moments and then see them get better, see them get transferred out of the ICU, see them even get discharged out of the hospital sometimes. So that's that's a pro of being a, a nurse for me. It's to have the opportunity to help people um, get better. So that's a big pro. There's gonna be some cons on some things, you know. You well know, you said short staffing? Short staffing, that's that's one major con because sometimes you can get like even two or three patients more than what you're supposed to get. So in ICU the ratio is supposed to be one to two. One nurse and two patients. Sometimes I was even getting three is like the norm from where I work. I'm not gonna shout out where I work at. We ain't gonna talk about that. Or where well, I used to work at. We <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna talk about that. Three is the norm. Like, you'll get three patients like every other week. That's not that's not safe for optimal patient care. You can't do what you have to do as an ICU nurse having more than two patients at a time. And sometimes we're even getting four. So that's that's why that's why all that strike. Business was going on last week and negotiating with the nights and contracts and everything. So that's a major con for nursing short staffing. We we're working towards that. So the strike that was going on last week. So that's that's. You're going to talk that more about that. We're talk more about that. That's a major con. In nursing. I'm proud about what I do. Seeing my patients from getting intubated on the ventilator to all the way from extubation and walking and talking again. Oh my god! It's like the greatest feeling ever, and then transferring them out to. Uh, regular medicine for after that, it's like the best thing to start in the world. That's See your right. patients at their lowest moment and then see them get better. So, Angie, I would ask you the same thing pros and cons to being a nurse. Sure. So, I will start, I'm actually going to start off with cons. Um, one of the cons I've noticed uh, at undisclosed locations, we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost want to say. It teeter totters between like a respect for nursing staff. Sometimes nurses, and this is more like um, in the team. Sometimes nurses kind of are put to do tasks that 
don't really align with their job responsibilities. And if we had appropriate staffing or if we had appropriate like assistant personnel and that kind of thing to do those other tasks, we can focus on what's in our job description. Um, and there has just been like a lack of, um, I don't want to say appreciation, but like acknowledgement that we are fulfilling duties that aren't really ours. And sometimes that's dangerous, right? When we're doing things that are outside of our job, our job boundaries. Um, so I'd say that's an issue for sure. It's like, what exactly are we doing? Everything, things that are outside of our job responsibilities, and we're teeter tottering between like our hygiene. Oh, yeah. you want me to do that? Is that, that risking your career? Like, yeah, like yeah. what are we? Is this safe for me to do? Uh, so things like Great. that. Um, but pros, wow, I work with kids. Um, so I've got to do what I wanted to do. Uh, just seeing these little peanuts and helping them out and really being super thorough for me, like my nursing tech. My nursing skills and I'm brand new but just kind of building myself into the nurse I would want for my family members and for my children like that's super rewarding because people have literally asked me to be their primary care nurse like every time I come on shift you're my nurse so that's a great feeling and you know seeing kids I work at undisclosed location but seeing kids get their heart transplants and that kind of thing have been waiting months or that's beautiful years for hearts i mean yeah. it's it's such an amazing moment and watching them you know come back down from the icu and come down to us and we get to manage them and send them home like that's a great feeling yeah for sure <laughs> that makes it all the more better oh, yeah. that's a passionate nurse right there yeah. very passionate. that's what we need in our that's what we need in a career yeah. people that truly love the job it'll be like 3 a.m we have you know Baby, let's say if they don't have parents at the bedside for whatever reason, baby's crying, they're not on contact. A little peanut out, yeah. I'm charting with them in my arm, giving them little pats. And yeah. That is such a rewarding feeling. Mama, working 14 hours. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. that's right. I love it. Yeah, that's fine. But last but not least, I got Mark. Tell us how the they, pros and cons of both nurse. Con, I'm not gonna lie, they, they covered, they covered most of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what it's like. I, a con, I'm going to say, not trying to be silly, but like, I, I'll be tired, bro. I'll be tired in the morning. That's valid. That's valid. I'm not trying to be funny. Like, that's Burnout is a real thing. tired. Yeah. Burnout like, is real Like, there's no reason I'm 24 with that. My knees should, you know, my knees are hurting. My yeah. back is hurting. Yeah. But you know, but it's all it's all love for you know, love for the for the for the patients and we do it for them. I get like, that's that's a pro like like they said, you know, like that that gratifying feeling of getting someone who's at their lowest and then bringing them back up. That's yeah. that's definitely a pro. Um I work in transplant, like liver like liver transplant, kidney transplant. So, you know, them waiting for that that organ to the operation, you know what I mean? To them being in pack view. To them going to our unit and getting them right, sending them to rehab until you know they're all good. Mm -hmm. That that's that definitely right there is a, is a gratifying thing. And um, I don't know if I can say this, but it pays well. It pays well. Pays well. Hey, I ain't gonna we deserve it though. It pays well. Green paying the bills. Right. Some people might disagree. Well, yeah. It's a very stable. It's one of the most yeah. stable careers I have. Right. That's, that's yeah. a problem. At the end of the day, from all three of y'all, I can attest and from just hearing y'all own different stories, y'all love y'all career. No matter what the 
the goal was that brought you there. It sounds like when every day y'all go into that field, y'all number one goal is the patient. That's what we need in patient care. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to talk about where I am. Undisclosed locations. <laughs> <laughs> that seems um, to be the theme. Yes. I, I undisclosed. <laughs> the more that you truly care for your patient, the more the patient I see, their will to live and fight for another day is. And I, 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 I strongly believe that the more you put into a patient, the more they receive. It's like a, a give and take relationship. Like you're giving them positive energy that's going to help them get back on their feet. And that goes with everything that is in the medical field. But today, the spotlight is on the nurses. And I just want to say thank you. Welcome. Yeah, I appreciate you, bro. And all the nurses out there as well. You feel me? Yeah, thank you guys. Thank for you. us. All healthcare workers, thank you guys. That's um, well, what are you guys' opinions on the strike that recently happened? Any one of you guys can take. I can just hop into my yeah. For me, because you talk talk to me as somebody that is not as informed as let's say you guys are. So basically, we, we live in New York. Just to give you um, mm -hmm. uh, some backstory. So yeah, the New York nurses, uh, I know in particular, that's a union mm -hmm. at my hospital. I'm just close out to the one. <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna go any further yeah. than that. Yeah, yeah, nice So um, we went on strike, or no, some hospitals went on strike. Yeah. My hospital was one of them that was in before that happened. Uh -huh. Which I was disappointed in, but I'll get more mm -hmm. later. Um, so yeah, what are your opinions about that? The storm was definitely brewing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that there has been a. There's strikes aren't very common in our profession, and when they do mm -hmm. happen, they're like it's a big deal. No, it's for real. Yes. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, these are the same people who you know, during COVID were getting cheered on with pots and pans, and you know we would like and appreciate the same kind of support when we make decisions like going on strike. Um, my hospital was also one of the hospitals that reached an agreement before um, actually doing anything. Reached a tentative agreement and I actually didn't get the chance to vote. I didn't realize that there was like a ratification kind of thing and I'm like, oh, the percentage was how close for a striking? Yeah. Um, kind of took an L there. Um, I really do wish we had one on strike because it's important to show our faces and show our passion. And at the end of the at the end of the day, it is about our patients and about how safe we are working in the hospital. Um, and I, like I had mentioned earlier, like it's dangerous when that's compromised and patient care is like you know lessened and our job responsibilities are increased. So. I really wish we had done so. Shout out to Montefiore and Mount Sinai because they strike hard. They strike hard. Family. We have, we, you know, yeah, we used to, we we used used to, to work, work at Monty and. It's fine. <laughs> they say you used, used to. Used to. Used to. Used to. Used to. Because yeah. Monty is yeah, such they, an they amazing hospital. Question just before any of you guys continue on about the strike. I would ask is the reason they came to Quick Deal because I saw that some hospitals went on strike that Monday and then by that lunchtime, the strike was done. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I thought I thought they won. From the sounds of it, it sounds like there was a lot of L's taken. What's going on? How? What happened? Hospitals cannot run properly without nurses. Yeah. And that's in everything that we if you're scanning a patient, if you're operating on a patient, you need nurses there at the spot. Um so my hospital is one of the hospitals that um came to agreement before we could even go on a strike, which I did not agree to. Basically, some of the details of the agreement was increased pay over mm -hmm. certain years. So, a certain percentage increase of match the inflation or whatever, which 
it's fine or whatever. But um, I that's not even the reason why I wanted to go on strike. Patient safety that that comes first. So basically, the agreement that my hospital came with it didn't really change anything, or it's not going to make any changes in the future. So safe staffing is still going to be a problem, I think, in the near future or in the future to come. So that's why I was disappointed in the agreement that my hospital came to. Monty and Mount Sinai did a very good job. I think their agreement was what I was going to be striking for. So I'm very happy that they came to me. They got their contract, so clap it up for them. Yeah, clap it up for you guys. Their win is our win. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's our win. You know, you can't you can't win everything at one time, but one step at a time. So hopefully, mm-hmm. in the near future, um, you can follow their model. I ain't gonna lie. I heard a lot from Angie. I heard a lot from my dad. Like, yeah, opinion on I'm strike. Opinion on strike. Yeah, how you feel about the strike? I know you say you, your, your <clears throat> hospital, what you can't disclose, took an L as well. Yeah. Um, you wanna know something crazy about that strike, bro? I was hearing that they were willing to pay strike nurses. I was hearing they were willing to pay strike nurses like bread, like like, like crazy like, amounts, like a week, crazy amounts a week, like on an hour. Mm-hmm. But they just won't give. But they won't give us that. You know what I mean? That, For their staff, right? That's um, what I like. That's yeah. what um. I can also say without saying what I do. As y'all, some of y'all know, I'm still a student um, of a diagnostic medical sonograph. Shout out all the sonographers. Um, I can attest that just from looking and walking through hospitals and the variety of hospitals in New York, you can see that there is a disparity when it comes to the staffing. Like, especially when it comes to, on a busy day, a ratio of patient influx. Mm-hmm. And then you just see how stressed they get. And now you get the patients angry. Now you, you're overworking and overloading the various jobs, nurses, doctors, uh, techs, regardless of what they may do, you're overloading them. And now what you hire them to do, they're not doing it to the extent that they can. Like, let's say they're minimizing their own skills. Like, they're becoming mm-hmm. a little sloppier mm-hmm. because they're not as sharp. They don't have the, the, the help that they need. The better the hospitals are, the more people are going to get insurance. That's more money for the hospital. Why wouldn't the hospitals think that? Okay, if we get more help for the patients, that get us more money. Let's hire some more people. Is it the greed that we're, we're stuck around? Like, where is that money going to? I'm confused. Not hiring will save you a lot of money. It's like, this is crazy. And, and they're playing with people's right? lives. Yeah, Literally, are. playing with people's lives. Yeah. Not having safe staffing ratios, it really takes away from optimal patient care. People are not doing their jobs mm-hmm. to the fullest of their abilities. From not even just nursing, from respiratory therapists, everybody. to transporters, yeah, yeah. to everybody. To everybody. Like, Every, you hear everybody's just doing what they can. We're not doing our job to the fullest of our capabilities, and it's really sad. It gets to the point where they have the employees pit against each other. So yes. they'll complain yes. about, oh, yes. what's taking them so long? What's this? Yes. When in reality, yes. it's the high ropes. From, from, yes. from just playing that puppy nurses, game. to doctors, it's crazy. Everybody. Transporters like, yo, you taking something? With one transporter, it's, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really the puppet masses play, they playing us for fools. It's, it's, they're playing us for fools, mm-hmm. and that's why they were so quick to end the strike before it even started. I would tell you guys, and don't settle for anything. Don't settle, you know, for life. Don't, settle don't, for life. don't settle. That is regardless of if you just got a regular degree, associate's degree, all the way up to a bachelor's yeah. degree, all the way up to a master's degree. 
don't settle. Know your worth. Even yeah. if you don't have a degree, at the end of the day, you can still get licensed. Yes. I mean, you can still get certified. Do not settle. Your job is to handle people's lives. Do not take on responsibilities that, one, you're not certified to be. Because now you're putting yourself in illegal troubles, possibly. Because mm-hmm. the hospitals are just going to defer to you. Now you got to pay for that. And two is like, do what you paid to do. I'm, I, this is why I tell people, like, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. At the end of the day, they paid you for a certain job. Do not overextend your job because at the end of the day, they can hire somebody just as quick as they let you go. You're just a number to them. That's an everything. I want to even talk about an example of that, what you just said. I'm not going to disclose any, like, it's very crazy information, <laughs> but one of the transporters in my hospital, he's telling me how he was taking a patient to um, a floor or whatever. Um, and the nurses were short-staffed that day, so they really didn't have time to, like, help him put the patient in the bed. So he's just, like, standing there waiting for the nurses to come. He's like, oh, I have this patient here. Can you come and help me put him into the bed? Yeah. And the nurse is like, you can't put him into the bed? And that's not in his, like, job description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, like, IV lines, mm-hmm. medication mm-hmm. infusing and everything like that. So, and then she's like, and then he, the, the transporter was like, um, he has an IV connected. I don't want to like touch it and, and take it out. And the nurse is like telling him like just unplug the IV. And that's not in his. Oh, that's, not in, that's not that's not in his job description oh, to do that. What? You know? So please he tell would me get into legal trouble if anything happened. Like if his IV came out, he was the patient started bleeding out. He would get into some, some seriously legal out. trouble for doing that. So even if we're short staff, don't don't overstep your boundaries mm-hmm. because you can get into some serious legal trouble. Um, just do the most that you can. Don't overstep your boundaries. Don't do the job. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Stay like your, I said in last your, episode, stay, stay in your fill lane. Fill out those protests of assignments. Yes. Fill out yes. those. Pro- protect yourself. Ooh, protect yourself. I'm the protect first. yourself. <laughs> Sign that. Fill that up. I'm the first. Three pages of assignment. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that protest of assignment. Yeah. yeah. So um, you should also remember, like, you can fill out a protest just for yourself. So what well. is that? Yeah. What is a protest of assignment? What is that? Because like, that's the first time I'm hearing. So it's kind of like you saying that you. That, Whatever assignment you have or that the unit has is mm-hmm. not safe. Um, what you need is not there. Um, to carry out your job paper, release. It's kind of like, I can't do this job safely. Mm-hmm. There is my signature legally that's saying mm-hmm. that I cannot do my job tonight safely. Mm-hmm. God forbid anything. Yeah. I wrote my signature and said I can't do it. And, and you still force me to I'm do it. I'm still going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still going to work. It's like an extra protection for you. Yeah. So yeah. anything happens in the future, you have this paperwork already so you can find that you couldn't. Your job to the best of your abilities. Yeah. There have been instances. Protect where, yourself, yeah. Yeah, yeah. protect yourself. Mm-hmm. I filled out, I've, I've only been working like a little less than a year, and I filled out my own POA, and the charge nurse chose not to, fine, mm-hmm. but I want to protect myself, and mm-hmm. I felt unsafe with what was happening with my patients that night, and what I had to deal with, and what was kind of pushed on me. And I got a few other co workers to sign, mm-hmm. call the AOD or whoever is in charge, and let them know you fill it out. So definitely protect yourself. Um, and look up policies too. So hospitals normally have a policy that you can refer to and check out. Yeah. Make sure that you know this is a safe thing in terms of like nursing. Is this a safe med? Can these two go together? And if you don't know, just ask. Ask someone. Always read the fine print and everything. Yeah. Um, always, always, just to protect yourself. Yeah. Um, I would ask you guys. Um, what's some advice that you would give to yeah. somebody that wants to get into nursing? Just one piece of advice. Aspiring nurses, yeah, people nurses. thinking about it, people that have one foot in and one foot out. Yeah. Maybe you are the person that helps push them through that. Do it. Just yeah, do, do it. it. Just do it. 
I mean, yeah. like, don't, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. be more, boss made. Be more, you know. Don't let any obstacle get in the way and let it stop you. Like, don't, you know what I mean? Like, find a way to hop over that, get through, and especially the NCLEX, that's the, you know, like we spoke about, that's the, that's the main thing that just puts people down and, like, brings them down. And, like, yo, man, I can't do this on my shit. Like, nah, you can. Man. I know you can. So, you know what I mean? So, feel like inspired right, myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boss. Be more. Your boss. Angie? Um, I would, I, I agree. Piggyback off what Mark said, like, just keep trying. Sometimes people take like 12, 15 years to become a nurse, or sometimes mm. you're already in yeah. another career like I was, and then you kind of choose to try something different. So just trust your heart early and go for it. One piece of advice I would offer you guys is nursing is limitless. There's so many different specialties that you so if you don't like one, it's probably another one that you would like. So if, don't get discouraged if your first nursing job is something that you don't see yourself doing. Always find something. Ranges are limitless from school nursing to freaking anything. anything. <laughs> Pediatrics, yeah, yeah. maternity, yeah, yeah. cosmetics, yeah. nursing, yeah. anesthesia. Yeah. It's literally the, the opportunities are limitless. So yeah. nursing is a very good career. So if you don't like one thing, you can always do something else. Question, y'all. So as y'all... Especially males, you know, there's a stigma behind. Oh, you're a male nurse. Somebody yeah, look at you yeah, like you're yeah, crazy. Yeah. How? What would you guys say to the males? Especially, I'm, I'm sorry to take school again. You feel me? This is a very serious topic. Like, what would you say to the males out there that may feel a little iffy? Like, like you said, Marcus, it pays very well. Mm-hmm. Out of, especially if you have a passion for helping people, why not? There's a lot of male nurses now. A lot of mercy. Yeah, a lot of mercy. 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 It's, it's it's becoming a more prevalent thing. Even when I was doing my my first interview. They were asking me if they want to hire more male nurses. So if you're thinking that, oh, it's not the career for me, they want to hire a lot of male nurses. Especially if I need it, I think there's even more male nurses than women nurses on my unit sometimes. Yeah, so there's a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of male nurses in there. So I mean, more of a They are looking for a lot of males to join the medical field, especially because it's, it's been a drop off. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. It's because they overwork their medical staff. But there's been a drop off in potential uh, candidates that they hire for various reasons that we went over. It's not only nurses that have gone through, but all different professions in the medical field have gone through their own problems with the higher ups and CEOs. But they definitely want males. One, because they need the help to take care of, let's say, if there's a combative or a crazy patient who needs some assistance to, you know, be held down appropriately, softly, gently. Or at times when there's somebody that may be demonstrative and take care of the situation before the police get there. They they do need the males there because of the world we live on. It's crazy as hell. So don't be discouraged because of what society norms say. Hell no. Get that money. What the hell is anybody telling you? If you paying your bills, why are they worried about you? Tell them it is what it is. Don't watch me. Watch TV. Um, but last question I want to ask you, uh, is the dramatization of, let's say, you know, TV shows really like that in hospitals? No, you guys don't have to dox yourselves. Just, you know, is it, is it true or not that they like Grey's Anatomy? Does it get as frisky as it says? Like that? <laughs> I think it does. 
there's some truth around. Obviously, like the medical stuff in those shows are it's not a dramatic true at all. It's very dramatic, but um, stuff like that does happen. Let's just keep, <laughs> yeah. let's just keep it like that. A lot of drama, a lot of drama, oh, yeah. a lot of drama, politics. a lot of politics, a lot of sassiness. Oh, Last episode, a lot of sassiness. So um, yeah, stuff like that. I go, it's, yeah, it's not. They be capping sometimes on TV. They do. Nah, it's not. Like, you can't just go like high steamy as they make it seem. <laughs> nah, so that's like over exaggerated. Yeah. yeah uh, There's a lot of drama. Oh, drama. Yeah, for drama. Sure. Yeah, sure. yeah. There's a rapid response or code in vivo, in real life. Everyone is focused. In, in like, you know, these hospital shows, they're like, everyone's like, okay, you're going to have to do that. No yeah. one's like that. Everyone's Everybody like, knows their role. Yeah, it's a lot this. more calm. Calm. There's, you know, like a leader and. There's like literally right. different roles. There's not someone, you know, losing their mind. There's literally someone designated to calm down the family member like the code. Shit, that's a job, eh? I should have did that. <laughs> yeah. I'm very soothing with him. Talk to me nice. <laughs> um, but besides that, uh, thank you guys for coming on. We appreciate you guys. Marcus and But Before we close out. Before we close out, Marcus, I want to. Give you a token of my appreciation. Yeah. Token of my appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. From boss mate yeah. to boss talk. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Love. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. you. You already know. Um, but this was boss talks. We appreciate y'all. Uh, yeah. Thank y'all. I like y'all. It's better.